financier Jeffrey Epstein. Let's go. Jeff was a high school math teacher until he traded his blackboard for the big board in 1976, eventually launching his own exclusive finance firm for billionaire clients. But he just couldn't keep out of the classroom. So when he was shopping for a new house, he bought himself an entire schoolhouse and transformed it into the largest single residence in all of Manhattan at a whopping 51,000 square feet. Oh, yeah! The school cost about $20 million, and he's dropped $10 million just renovating it. It has incredible bells and whistles, closed-circuit televisions, a heated sidewalk out front, so the snow melts. But only one man truly rules the Wall Street skies. Because for former school teacher turned billionaire Jeffrey Epstein, one private plane won't do. He's got a small fleet. A Gulfstream 4, a Cessna, and a Boeing 727 with, of course, an in-flight trading room. He has a Boeing 727. I'm just wondering now, what do you need a commercial size airliner for? Believe us, it comes in handy when you've got powerful friends to fly around. When Bill Clinton organized a week-long tour of Africa in 2002, Jeff gave him a ride in his personal 727 and took actors Kevin Spacey and Chris Tucker along for the trip. Now, for former President Clinton, it was a chance to investigate the problems of AIDS in Africa, and for Epstein, it was a chance to hang out with some of his big-shot friends. Jet-setting with Bill, all in a day's work for Wall Street moguls. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear of germs. Why these... F Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're gonna do, you're gonna get sick, you're gonna die, and you're gonna deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. Now, uh, God damn it.
right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. So, and you know something? In spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds. I don't get flu. I don't get headaches. I don't get upset stomachs. And I, you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system.
me, motherfuckers, because I am back. The fuck you mean? I have never listened to my fucking song and then completely went in to my show. That shit hyped me the fuck up. Like I was wrestling again. Holy shit. Does it feel good to be back? My fucking goodness. Does it feel good to be back? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Fuck That Shit, the podcast. I am your host, Gabe. We are back. There is no reason... Other than I didn't fucking feel like recording. Why this hiatus has been so long. I did not fucking feel like recording. I am sorry to my listeners out there. I apologize to y'all for keeping you waiting this long. It is fucked up on my part that I did not record an episode in almost two months. I apologize to my listeners for that. But for the simple fact, I just did not feel like recording, okay? And if you hear something in the background, that is my heating system. That all of a sudden wants to sound like a fucking Mack truck, but it is what it is. I have just not felt to record. There's been so much shit going on as far as the world goes that I just like, I can't sit down in front of this laptop And try to fucking edit. And come up with a fucking name. And come up with a song for the intro. I just didn't know what the fuck to do. But I will say. That there's two people out there. That I'm going to give a shout out to. Because they kept asking for an episode. And I'm going to give them their respect. That's my homegirl Maria. I did not forget about you. Thank you for being a fucking loyal listener to the show and asking when's a new episode coming out. And to my homeboy G Fox, who's asked constantly when's a new fucking episode coming out. Even left a rate and a review on the show on Apple Podcasts. So the two of them I wanted to give a shout out to before I do anything on this show. Thank you for being loyal listeners. Also, thank you to Chanel for constantly asking when's a new episode coming out. But we're here. We are fucking back. We are fucking back. I was trying to get the equipment of the name of the equipment that I have ordered ordered before that didn't fucking work. I wanted to blast them on this fucking show. But I'm sitting down already and... The equipment is too far. So I'm going to give a big shout out to, um, and pause, Blue Snowball for being probably one of the best fucking pieces of recording equipment I've ever used. This shit is legit. This shit sounds clear as fuck. This shit doesn't pick up that much goddamn background interference. I'm also out of my drink. I got like one... I have no more sips left. That was the last one of my drink. I am feeling fucking good right now. I am feeling real fucking 
good right now. It is good to be back in front of the microphone and the laptop doing what I do best. So since I've been gone for a while, I just felt it's time, you know, to give you an update. I've been working like a fucking dog. Like a, like, not like a backyard dog. I'm talking about one of those police dogs in Iraq who's sniffing Arab nuts for bombs. That's how I've been working. I ain't been sniffing Arab nuts, but I've been working like them. You just don't know which one is going to be the dirty set of nuts that sets off the bomb. That's how I've been working. So I've been fucking tired, and I have not given a shit to record off of the fact that I've been fucking beat. But working like this is a good thing because I'm hoping by fucking 45, the latest 50, I'm done with all of this shit and I'm drinking fucking Budweiser's with the Puerto Ricans on the Coney Island boardwalk by 50, enjoying my retirement. I do not plan to work like this deep into fucking life. But I have been busting my ass. And I wanted to record a couple weeks ago. Just couldn't do it. Couldn't bring myself to do it. I was fucking beat. Also, when you're the one recording, editing, and posting, it sucks. So, um, I just haven't recorded. And like I said, I apologize for keeping y'all waiting. Because I like there's been people hit me up like, when's the next episode coming out? The fuck is going on? But we're here. We are here. And goddamn, could we have picked a better time to come back. As you heard in the opening, I gave you a VH1 special of Jeffrey Epstein. That's right. VH1 did a special on Jeffrey Epstein, followed by the late, great George Carlin, who back in the late 1990s, Gave that set about Americans. And then you have probably one of the greatest fucking songs ever. Cult of Personality. One of the greatest songs ever. In your intro. But I gave you a little bit of what's going on in the world. I gave you the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell is on trial. And half of you fucking people don't even realize it. I gave you the fact that. This coronavirus shit is not new. Fucking people in the comedic world has been warning you for fucking 30 years about it. And that's basically what's killing the airwaves right now. But I don't want to talk about none of that shit right now. I'll I'll get to that later on. Since I've left y'all and since the last time I recorded, something happened that um shook the Caribbean community. And I didn't know how I wanted to fucking speak about it at first. I didn't know how I wanted to go about it. But now it's been a while. The dust has settled. And I just wanted to put it out there. Fellas. There's two things you do not have over a woman. That's the right to tell her how to act. And the right to her body. This will go into another topic probably. But men do not get to tell a female 
you need to do this more often. You need to do this. You need to be more aware of your surroundings. You need to do this. You need to do that. You don't get to tell them, hey, you don't have the right to an abortion. You do have the right to an abortion. Hey, I'm telling you to get on birth control. I'm telling you to get off birth control. The men out there, you do not have any goddamn say over a female's body. None. Absolutely none. Zero. And if you disagree with me, go fuck yourself. That's to any and everybody who feels some type of way about that. Go fuck yourself. A woman's body is a woman's body. A woman's prerogative to dress or to act is a woman's prerogative to dress or act. You have no goddamn say over what she does. None. Situation I'm talking about is the young lady, Mia Marcado, who lost her life because of a bitch-ass bitch who couldn't understand the word no. And whatever the police report says is whatever the police report says. But he was a bitch and he couldn't take no for no. And I was reading so much shit about... Ladies, it's 6 p.m. You need to fill your car up at 5.45. Ladies, it's 7 o'clock. You need to be in your house by 6.30. Ladies, if half the top of your tit is showing, you need to just wear a turtleneck so nobody bothers you. And my blood was boiling. Like, my blood was boiling. Because I said, are you kidding me? Not fellas have some fucking self-control and leave these females alone. No, females dress like your fucking Amish or whatever those people that live in the in the fucking boondocks of the country are. You need to fucking act like you're not a human being and just cover up and just stay home. That's what you need to do. Not fellas. Take no for no and leave these fucking females alone. Now. That story irked my nerves on a whole different fucking level. A whole different fucking level. It irked my nerves and it pissed me off seeing so many dudes repost to females what they supposed to do. Instead of these dudes reposting or putting up the status. To all you niggas that can't take no for no, we're going to start slapping the shit out of y'all. To all you dudes that can't take no for no, we're going to make sure that that drink that you are forcing on that chick, we shove it up your ass. No, we're telling the females what to do. Shit irked my fucking nerves. I hope that dude's mother... Not even him. Fuck him. I hope his mother rots in hell. Since he decided to take his fucking life. I hope his mother rots in hell. Or if he has a father, the father rots in hell. Or the brother rots in hell. Since he took the easy way out. Fellas, y'all better start doing a better job calling this shit out. Y'all better start doing a, 
y'all better start doing a better job calling this shit out. Now, I will say this. As a surprise to even myself, I took a flight out to Miami Carnival this year. I, I guess my body just fucking said, let's just go do it. My spirit told me, let's go do it. I fucking did it. And it was a different vibe out there. It wasn't a... Every man try to fuck something out there. It was definitely a pay attention to whatever drunk nigga doesn't know which answer is no. I just hate that it took a 19-year-old female getting off of work, going to her own apartment for that shit to happen. But I did my best trying not to comment on the situation because I would have ruffled a lot of feathers. See, fucking stutter almost got me. I would have ruffled a lot of feathers if I would have fucking commented when it first happened. Because a lot of y'all dudes don't know, no. A lot of y'all dudes, after the fact a female says, no, I'm going home, you keep going. You know? You come up with different excuses. Well, come over for 10 minutes. No, I'm home. All right, so I'll come over to your house. No, I'm going to sleep. Well, don't go to sleep yet. Just let me come over for 10 minutes. I just told you, no, you're not coming over. All right, fine, fuck it. I'll send a cab for you to pick up, to pick you up so you can come back this way. When the fuck are dudes going to grow up? When are y'all going to grow up? I noticed this shit personally. You can't even say good morning to a female without them looking at you weird. Like you want their number. It's like, no, I don't want your goddamn number. I'm good. I'm just having manners. Good morning. How you doing? Okay, fine. That's how bad y'all fucked it up. That just regular decency and manners. They have to look at you like you're fuck. Like, what? what is your intention? What is your end goal here? You're not just saying good morning to say good morning. You're not just holding a door open to hold a door open. Y'all better start raising y'all sons right. And fellas, you don't get to play the card anymore of, oh, I was raised weird, so I don't know what love is, or I don't know what respect is. You're going to know what it is when you're fucking swallowing your teeth or you're cleaning your teeth up off the floor because the shit is over with. The shit is over with. Somebody I work with said that she was on the train and she saw some shit happen and some random dude fucked this guy up on the train. Like beat the brakes off this motherfucker on the train for somebody he didn't even know. There's a different day. There's a different fucking day when a female says no, you better take it as no because you don't know who the fuck is around the corner. You don't know who's sitting on that train. You don't know who's reading those text messages. Fucking grow up. Fucking grow up. Two parents had to bury their daughter because a motherfucker didn't grow up. And that situation irked the shit out of me. The shit out of me, that situation pissed me off. But I didn't comment on it because I wasn't ready to comment on it. But I will say, kudos to the Caribbean men out in Miami Carnival. Because y'all definitely gave those females out there a different sense of security. I will give y'all y'all respect for that. Rest in peace, Mia Marcano. I wanted to talk about that shit a while ago. I just didn't record it, but I didn't forget about you.
I remember you were Wasi ones when I was out there in Miami Carnival. Not personally, but I remember you out there. Rest in peace into our parents. I don't know what the fuck that pain is. I just hope God gives you some kind of, some kind of. That's all I can say about that. But now that I got that shit out the way, where the hell to start? Well, you know what? I guess this might be a good place to start since I just talked about parents raising their kids right and dudes acting right. There's a video that's surfacing on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter of Sandra Bullock, a white woman who always has a way of trying to make it seem like she saved black boys. Telling her six-year-old son, why are you wearing a hoodie? In which her son says, I'm trying to hide. And she said, don't go outside with that hoodie. So she's telling this kid all kind of shit that she's probably going to turn into a girl in four years anyway. So I don't know why she's even giving a shit to talk to this little boy. Because that's what they do. Ask Angelina Jolie, Gwen Stefani. Um, what's the other one? Gwyneth Paltrow. Google all these fucking names. They turned the black boys that they adopted into fucking females. So I don't know why she's over here telling her fucking six-year-old, you shouldn't wear a hoodie outside because it's dangerous for you out there. That's fucking bullshit. Absolute bullshit. To tell your six-year-old, you can't wear a fucking hoodie outside because it's different for you out there. And to all you parents who got boys who are telling them that, go fuck yourselves. So if you're listening to this fucking show right now, and you've had that conversation with your child, take it personal. I want you to take it personal, you fucking pieces of shit. To tell a six-year-old, don't wear a fucking hoodie. You think I raise my two sons? Well, the youngest, I can't really say shit. But my oldest, you think I fucking raise him for him to be in fear walking out in the street? For what? For, for what fucking reason would I raise my son to say, you can't wear a hoodie out in the street because it's different for you out there? And what's worse, it's coming from a white woman. A fucking white woman. And what pissed me off is that the funky bitches of all funky bitches, Tamika Mallory, is the one that reposted it. And then you got to read the comments of all these people saying, oh, she gets it. She gets it. And I'm just saying... The Thanos snap can't come soon enough. That is the title of this episode. What if? To those who are into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know what I'm talking about with the What If series. What if that Thanos snap can actually happen? Who would be the half of the population that's gone? Who would be the half of the population that's gone? It would definitely be these white women that adopt black boys and turn them into fucking girls 
or these white women who raise black boys that turns into Mark Lamont Hills that says men can have babies or it says that cops are killing black men on a daily you see fuck all of that fuck all of that and fuck all y'all who live by that this is bullshit now this is bullshit now you fucking people praise sandra bullock but you shit it on lavar ball Sandra Bullock is teaching her sons the right way that, hey, it's hard to be a black man out there and you people love it. And LeVar Ball taught his sons, ain't nobody giving you shit. You got to go out there and work for it. And you people fucking defecated on his name every chance you could just for... Sandra Bullock to have two or whatever. I think it's three black adopted kids. Three black adopted kids. Go figure that shit. She didn't get one. She got three. So she fucked up three different bloodlines of black men. And you people applaud her. But you shit it on LeVar Ball who raised three black boys. Now, did one of them get in trouble in China? It happens. All right. Teenagers going to do stupid shit. Everybody's done it. Okay, I've gone to my fair share of corner stores, went to the canned soda aisle, found a way to slip that canned soda into my big puffy ass jacket and walked the fuck out and never got caught. This motherfucker, he went over to China, did some stupid shit, shoplifting, got caught. It happens. But this dude raised his three kids almost without incident. And people... I mean, completely shitted on his name every chance they got. Because these fucking rainbowed hair lesbians do not want you to know that good black dads exist. Now, I th- the article that I read the other day, the headline was, hold on, I saved the picture. Stay with me now. Stay with me now. Where is it? It was an MSNBC article at that. So, stay with me. It's somewhere here. I know that for a fact. Here we go. MSNBC. Why the magical black father is a myth. That was retweeted by Black Lives Matter. That the magical black father is a myth. Now, is there any such thing as a magical father no don't matter what race you are you ain't no magical fucking father you're a father but it just shows you the war on the black father from black lives matter who like i said before is a bunch of fucking lesbians who rather rub clits than sit and talk to somebody who has a real man-made penis and listen to what they got to say they rather listen to chicks who strap on something plastic and if you don't once again like what i'm saying take it fucking personal i don't give a fuck anymore 
I've given respect to every walk of life. I've said what you choose to do, you choose to do. That's not my business. That's not my business. But when you start doing stupid shit like why the black father is a myth, you're going to get some pushback from me. So fuck all of y'all. Fuck all of y'all. Because if in one breath you could say, I love my daddy. And then the next breath say, well, Black Lives Matter has a point. You should have been one of the children that were aborted way back in the day. And we'll touch on the abortion shit later. But it's bullshit that that's what's out there. Raise your black boys in fear. Just raise them in fear. Just fuck them all up. Have their heads all types of fucked up. Now, I'm not in PA 100% of the time, but I'm in PA enough to watch the news. And I'm not in New York 100% of the time, but I'm in New York enough to watch the news. And 500 murders in Philadelphia alone this year. PA is just as big as New Pennsylvania is just as big as New York State. 500 murders in one fucking city. New York City is up 120% in all crimes across the board. Don't matter what you want to call it, all crimes across the board, they're up. I remember saying this shit when everybody was locked down at home. Somebody told me, boy, you can't count these stats because everybody's home and that's regular shit that happens. And I remember scratching my head saying, you can't be this stupid. What's the excuse now? What's the excuse now? On Tuesday. Tuesday morning. I open my phone. Like I normally do. I drink my coffee in the fucking morning. I read my newspaper. When I'm in New York. Or I open my fucking phone. To read what happened in Pennsylvania. And. 14 year old shot. 18 times. They fired 35 shots at him. 18 entered his body. 14 years old. But you want to tell me that wearing a hoodie outside is dangerous because a white cop might not like you. How many police shootings has happened this year from white cops to black men? You heard that pause? I'm waiting for somebody to say a number. I'm waiting for somebody to say a number. I, I I don't hear a number. I don't remember reading a number yet. I'm still waiting. I can give you an exact number of black on black crime in one city. 500. You can't count black on black crime cuz we are the majority. Shut the fuck up. Okay? This is the shit I was talking about when everybody was home. I've heard this shit on some... on. I follow this man on YouTube. If y'all are on YouTube like that and you're looking for content, his name is Hassan Campbell. Some of his videos, you're going to have to say, well, what the fuck this dude talking about? Other videos, you're going to have to give him his respect. But he came up with the phrase... That us blacks have become the pandemic within the pandemic. 
There's females who don't take the train anymore because they're scared of the fucking train, no matter what city you're in. They rather pay for Ubers and Lyfts or beg an ex-boyfriend that they don't want to fucking talk to anymore to pick them up from work because they refuse to get on the fucking train. Just a couple weeks ago, these two Asian kids got their shit beat out of them on a Philly train for some AirPods. About a month and a half ago, a female was raped on a Philly train with people on it. Nobody stopped anybody. Nobody stopped the dude. He was able to rape her for 20 minutes with people on the train. And you're going to tell me to tell my fucking six-year-old? Yeah, don't wear a hoodie outside. It's dangerous for you. The white cop might not like that. You want to know what the white cop might not like? Somebody telling him to put something in his fucking arm that he doesn't want to deal with. And then he goes to a neighborhood that he really doesn't want to be in. Just for somebody to look him in the face and say, you fucking pig. So this nigga's already been riled up. So all he needs is somebody to fucking spit in his direction. And next thing you know, booyah. So all you parents out there, especially you fathers that got boys. Raise them the right way and tell them the fucking truth. Ask Nipsey Hussle. Ask Young Dolph. Ask Pop Smoke. You can't. You can't ask them. But just look at the videos and see if it was a white man who put that final bullet in any of them. The fuck out of here with this shit. And that's not saying that there ain't white people who still think that way. Look at the Ahmaud Arbery case. I don't give a fuck if that nigga was stealing some shit. Those three white men had nothing to do with any of the shit. And they butchered that man. And now all of them are going to jail. And I hope to God they find some damn, um, what the hell they call them? What that, from Oz, man, them white, that white gang, Syrian Brotherhood or some shit like that. They better hope some of them white boys accept them in. Because they in Georgia. They in the South. Them niggas ain't gonna take too kindly for them motherfuckers coming into their prison. See, that was that was punk shit. What those three dudes did to Ahmaud Arbery. And I always told y'all, there's certain cases I'm gonna respect and follow. And there's other cases I'm gonna tell y'all, go fuck yourself. That Jacob Blake shit in... Uh, uh, not Waukesha. Waukesha is where the MK Ultra dude happened. We'll talk about that later. I can't remember where the, um when he where he did what he did, but the Jacob Blake guy and the Kyle Rittenhouse and all these black people on TV coming out talking about he crossed state lines and he shot black people and he got off easy and now they had to recant it. Like if you watch ESPN, y'all know that Rachel Nichols is gone. So they brought in this 
fucking chick called Malika Andrews. Not everybody named Mother know Malika Andrews is a bad looking female. She looks good. My pops has a crazy crush on her. My godfather says she looked good. Malika Andrews. But damn. Is she one of the ugliest females on earth after her stupid ass take on the Kyle Rittenhouse shit. I see her on TV and that's all I see now. I see Joy Reid and Tamika Mallory morphed into one. If y'all don't know who any of those funky bitches are, Google them. Joy Reid works for MSNBC. Tamika Mallory, you already know she's a funky bitch. When I see her in New York, I always do my best to give her a nasty ass look. Nasty ass look. Okay? Same way when Mark Lamont Hill comes in to Bloomingdale's, I give him a nasty ass look. Fuck all of them. But you had all these people going on TV defending the people that Kyle Rittenhouse killed just because it was cool. They put out false narratives out there. They made everybody believe what was what when it really wasn't going on. People didn't really watch the fucking case. And I love when I see people post. I love when I see people post shit when I'm like, you don't even know what the fuck you're reposting. You're just reposting it. Like you deserve every stupid nigga that goes into your DM, chick. You deserve every dude who goes into your DM. You deserve every week that your pH balance is off by a million decimals. You deserve it because you're stupid. And to you fellas, you deserve every situation you're put into. You deserve every goddamn, I hope she gets her period because I should have never did that without a condom. You deserve it when I see some of the shit y'all repost. Some of y'all are just fucking stupid. And I just sit back. I just sit back. Then I see y'all repost shit that I repost. And I'm like, what makes you think that shit is cool now because you didn't start talking about it when I was talking about it and fuck all of y'all with that shit only a handful of people was honestly reposting or talking about what I was talking about when nobody else was talking about it okay I was a lone wolf in this goddamn fight a lone fucking wolf in this fight I've lost fucking Instagram pages. I've lost Facebook pages. I've lost Twitter pages. I've lost followers on my fucking podcast. Apple podcast fucks with my shit every chance they get. I lost my Amazon podcast sponsorship. Even though for the most part they were going to try to milk the fuck out my podcast. For everything they could. But I lost all kind of shit because I was one of the few ones who was posting shit that they didn't want you to post. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it. So everybody's posting it. That's why every chance I get, I say, I fucking told you so. There ain't no shame in my goddamn game for saying, I fucking told you so. Fuck all of that. With the misinformation shit. With the... 
crossing state line shit with the I mean just just line it up. I didn't even see people fucking reposting the Ahmad Arbery verdict as much as they reposted the Kyle Rittenhouse shit. That just shows you how brainwashed y'all are. Y'all should have been posting all three of those fucking defendants every chance y'all got to let everybody know that these three white men took it upon themselves to hunt down a black man. Brutally murder him in broad daylight. But y'all worried about an 18-year-old kid who took a fucking AR-15 and did what he was supposed to do. He knocked off a pedophile. He knocked off a career criminal. And he knocked off a BLM supporter. He didn't kill the third one. He just knocked off that motherfucker's forearm. Two bullets took that motherfucker's forearm. Clean the fuck off. The other two dudes, they're in the dirt. Fuck them both. Y'all, y'all did more of a job posting that shit than you did about Ahmaud Arbery. That's how I know y'all are fucking fake and y'all are phony. And I've posted this a couple times and I'll say it on the show. If Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, Huey Newton, all of them were alive today, y'all would cancel those motherfuckers. Y'all would cancel those motherfuckers. If you motherfuckers were around for Jesus, it would have been y'all who ratted him out to have him on the cross. That's how fake y'all are. Y'all do not impress me. You do not impress me by posting what the news post or what the fucking internet post or what Twitter post. You don't impress me with this shit. I was on this shit four years ago. And it even took me a while to get up on it. So for veterans before that, they could talk shit about me. But at least I was posting still when the shit wasn't cool. Now it's cool. Now it's okay. Now LeBron James comes out and says some shit is fishy right now. And everybody goes, oh shit. Oh shit, LeBron said it. LeBron said it. Y'all fucking stupid as shit if you think LeBron put that fucking stuff in his body. You stupid as shit if you think he put that stuff in his body. Come on. Y'all think Antonio Brown's the only motherfucker who lied about his vaccination status? You think Tom Brady put that shit in his body? Come on. There's apps out there that all you got to do is give them 10 fucking dollars and they will forge your goddamn vax status. And these bars and restaurants don't give a shit. They just need to see the illusion of the fact that you got your shit. And other than that, they don't give a fuck. Other day, I went to a spot for lunch to get me some duck fried rice. That's right. Duck fried rice with a spring roll with some Thai fried chicken. And I'm going to wash that bitch down with some ginger ale. Why? Because when it comes to the winter time, I don't give a fuck about my diet. I will start working back out in February to get ready for the spring and the summer. But from about 
after Columbus weekend to the middle of January, I don't give two flipping biscuits. What were the rules for this place? If you're sitting down eating, you don't have to have a mask. You're good. All you have to tell these motherfuckers in that restaurant is, I'm vaccinated and I want to sit down and eat. You can take your fucking mask off. If you tell them, hey, I'm just here to pick up my food and leave, you got to keep a mask on. The cook's in the back, because you can see the cook's in the back. No mask on. The lady taking your fucking um, order, mask is under her nose. You can see the top of the mask midway through her top lip. Fuck we doing here? The fuck we doing here? This is what we doing. And you think that LeBron James put that shit in his body? You think Antonio Brown's the only person even on his own goddamn team? Who forged a vaccination card. His ass just got caught. That's all it is. He just got caught. And he keep doing the same shit. Because this ain't the first time. He keep pissing off the people that work in his fucking house. Which I was listening to another radio show. They said the same shit. You can't be owing people money and have beef with them. That's a recipe for success. You got to have one or the other. You can't have both. Because they're going to cash in on one of them. So LeBron James, I don't know if that nigga woke up, but it was it, it was funny. It was funny. Like you know what else is funny? The um the juicy smoothie case. I ain't gonna take too long on it because I've spoke on it before. But y'all know this nigga's full of shit. He faked the beating, saying that he went to Subways in Chicago at two in the morning. Sh- Subways ain't open nowhere at two in the morning. He said he went to go get a foot long from Subway's at 2 in the morning. Two white guys walked up to him, beat the shit out of him, poured bleach on him, and then left a noose on his neck and walked off. And before they walked off, they yelled out MAGA. Now, everybody and their fucking mother said to themselves, this shit don't make no sense. This shit's a joke, and this shit is fake. And guess what? This shit don't make no sense. This shit's a joke, and this shit's fake. Is he going to jail? No, he ain't going to jail. Why? Because he's good friends with Kamala Harris. Look that shit up. The Smolies or the Smollets or whatever the fuck you want to pronounce his name. His whole family is cool with Kamala and her sister. He ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Slap on the wrist. Slap on the fucking wrist. It's a joke. It's a fucking joke, but... What I will say, ain't nobody fall for it. No matter what race you are, white, black, Spanish, Asian, Muslim, Punjab, it don't matter. Nobody fell for it. These fucking Hollywood fucks tried their hardest to put it out there, make it seem like someone beat the shit out of them and pop up. Nobody went for it. Nobody bought it. And I loved it. That case ain't getting no coverage for a reason. Because even they know there's just certain shit you can perpetrate and certain shit you can't. That's one of those things that even they know, man. We just gonna have to put this shit in our back pocket and call it a loss. Call it a motherfucking loss. Just like how Empire had to call it a loss to power. Just call it a motherfucking loss. You know, we got all kinds of, I mean, speaking of losses, 
you know, all of y'all on fucking social media. Now, I mean, I'm laughing at all of y'all. I'm laughing at all of y'all. My God, R.I.P. Virgil. My God, he was such a trendsetter. Man, I can't believe he was living with cancer secretly. Even though, didn't we just hear this story in 2020 about Chadwick Boseman that he was living with cancer secretly? And now he's dead. But the only difference between Chadwick and Virgil is that Chadwick actually looked like he really was fucking sick. And Virgil just died out of nowhere. No, Even though his name was being implicated in the Ghislaine Maxwell case. But we just gonna say, man, Gabe, you fucked up. Gabe, you fucked up posting that. My little brother, your son, don't disrespect Virgil. My other boy, yo, man, you follow the shit, man. That dude was a trendsetter. I'm like, damn, man. I ain't know y'all felt that strong for the nigga. I'm sorry. Why my man from Martin used to be like, nah, Martin. I'm just hungry. So I just want to tell y'all, nah, man, I'm sorry. I just need a clickbait. Fuck y'all. And fuck Virgil. Motherfucker ain't died from no goddamn cancer. That nigga offed himself. He killed himself because his bitch ass was implicated in the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Now I'm going to take this line from my boy, Hassan Diaby, a.k.a. Shaka Man Poppy, host of the Raw House podcast. Go check that shit out on Spotify. If you need me to spell it out for you, hit me up. The Raw House podcast. And he said, sometimes you ain't even got to be the one fucking the little kid. Or drinking the baby's blood. You just got to be in the goddamn room on camera while it's happening. And your ass is a part of it. So we got a whole list of motherfuckers who launched the lawsuit. We got, and I'm going to give a shout out to my boy Boogs for sending me this document because I was looking for this bitch for a long time. I can't find it. Maybe because my phone is probably on that goddamn list that I can't Google shit. We got, um, how many? We got five plaintiffs here who issued lawsuits against, keep up with me, Harvey Weinstein. The 1953 Trust, Sean Carter, I don't know who the fuck this one is, Richard Kahn, the Weinstein Corporation, Walt Disney Company, Def Jam Recordings, Rock Nation, Universal Music Group, Beyonce Knowles, Kanye O. West, Terrence, whatever the fuck his last name is, Black Cube, don't know who this is. Dwayne Carter. Young Money. Good Music. Robert Kelly. Milton Brown. Viacom CBS. Ghislaine Maxwell. The City of New York Police Department. Sony Entertainment. And, uh... Ghislaine Maxwell I don't know if I said that already but I'll repeat it again and who the fuck is this Virgil 
Abla or Virgil. Damn, I wanted to work for fucking Louis Vuitton so bad. I may or have may not fucked a little kid. Or I may or may have not sat in with a little kid being fucked. I may or may have not watched a little kid be eaten to fucking death. Just so I can make some funky ass looking clothes. To have some funky ass people put me on a funky ass cross. What they had um the other day, Virgil was here or some punk ass shit like that, and people got mad at me because I said fuck him. And people said, "Yo, you walling," and I'm just like, "There's going to come a day, okay? No matter what God you believe in, that you're gonna have to stand in front of them, and they're going to have to, you're gonna have to look them in the face and answer to them." Well, I thought he was a good guy. Yeah, but didn't I warn you about false prophets and people in Hollywood and entertainment being jokers? And you're going to have to look whatever God you believe in in the face and say, well, look, I'm sorry. And they're going to say, nah, not this time. And you're either going to be reincarnated as a goddamn mouse that get caught in a New York City trash can. Or you going down to the depths with the rest of them. I just hope that half of y'all I'm in the back of the line for. So I can just peep over and just be like, yep, I knew it was going to be you. I knew you fucked up. Because some of y'all suck off these celebrities. And I'm, and I'm going to put it that vulgar. Suck off these celebrities. The way that y'all used to put it out there with me, like, oh, this motherfucker be feeding for Trump. No, 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 no. I thought he was a cool motherfucker. I thought he served a purpose in this time period of the fucking multiverse. He served his purpose well. Some of y'all really think these celebrities are good people. I put a picture up there the other day of Beyonce. That shit clearly looked like a fucking clone. Clearly looked like something was wrong with this chick. And you want to question me. Instead of questioning the picture that's in front of you. It's right there that some shit don't look right. Joe Biden today said he got a cold from his grandson because his grandson likes to kiss his grandfather. I got two kids. None of my kids just sit up on my pops kissing them. None of them. Then the nigga followed it up with, yeah, he likes to kiss his pops and he likes to kiss my, ah, forget about it. What the fuck does your grandkid like to kiss that you had to say he likes to kiss my, forget about it. And you people are getting mad at me for posting it when this nigga said it. When this nigga Virgil was canceled by y'all. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, two years before that. But y'all niggas canceled Virgil and now y'all are sucking on his dick. Do I think the motherfucker's dead? I think he offed himself. And I think he put it out there and he told all his people, I'm going to leave a nice little check for all of y'all. 
If my name comes up in any of this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit. Remember the Dave Chappelle skit when the nigga said, oil? Oil? And he slapped the fucking microphone and ran? Or the water jug and ran? That's what Virgil said. Virgil said, me going down for Ghislaine Maxwell? Fuck this. Close casket this bitch. Say the chemo ate my skin away. Nigga probably put one under his chin. Or he probably did it the Godfather 2 style. He cut his fucking wrist in the bathtub. Just let his shit bleed out. Fuck y'all and fuck Virgil. Punk ass motherfucker. You think a black man's gonna be able to fucking work for Louis Vuitton and become one of the big dogs like that without fucking giving something up? Fuck y'all. You stupid bitches. Fuck y'all. Got fucking crack houses going up in black neighborhoods across the street from schools and y'all ain't saying a fuck. Y'all ain't saying a fuck. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Crack houses going up across the street from fucking schools and none of y'all are saying nothing. I'm telling y'all, what if that Thanos shit was real? Would half of y'all make the snap? Would half of y'all make the fucking snap? I don't think so. I do not think so. Hell, I think I would be the half that don't make the snap. I think they'll keep y'all sheep. That way, that, that way, Agenda 21 could take course. What's Agenda 21? Download the app DuckDuckGo and type in on the search bar Agenda 21. And you'll know what the fuck Agenda 21 is. This shit ain't no fucking mistake. What's going on here with this fucking coronavirus and all these lockdowns and all y'all punk motherfuckers looking at people on the train who don't want to wear a fucking mask. Let me tell you something. If you take the New York City subway with no mask, it don't matter what virus comes out. Your immune system is at a different level of I'm good. With all those funky ass bums and all you dirty ass people. Now they got the new shit. The Transformer. Because I ain't even saying the fucking word to get this fucking episode all messed up with. Y'all got the fucking Transformer out there scaring the shit out of y'all. And you know what? I take that back. I don't know if this variant of Transformer is scaring anybody. I think a lot of people are starting to wake up to this portion of the bullshit. But I heard, I overheard a family member talking the other day, talking about, yeah, I'm going to get my booster. And I had to put it in my head. You might not see that family member for much more longer. So start getting ready from now. The more they keep pumping this bullshit into their body. You might not see them. So be one with that. Be one with that. What if they weren't so fucking gullible and stupid? You would have to think like that. But I got to put it in my head now. All right. Some shit might happen in the next couple months to a year or two years. I don't want it to, but it might. Because they went in, sped up the process. Because they decided to take the hee hee. And then follow it up with a yee yee. 
fuck you gonna do? Now they keep talking about this Transformer. This Transformer popped up in, um, where did it pop up first in? Was it Minnesota? Was it Minnesota that popped up first in? Other than South Africa. They said it started in South Africa. The doctor who said they found the shit in South Africa said this ain't no shit to really worry about. All of a sudden, that fucking doctor ain't nowhere to be found. So that's that. It hasn't done an interview since. I'm sure that doctor was suicided. Epstein style. But then you got... I think it was in Minnesota was the first one. And then you got... um. California, because of course, and then New York, because if Cali do something, New York got to do something, and then it went to um, Colorado, and then it went to PA, so basically, every fucking state that said either get a jab or you can't work, all of a sudden now they're reporting these cases, but some people are still stupid to the fact of what the fuck is going on, and that's on y'all. Y'all be stupid. That's on y'all. That's on y'all. You know? That's like the shit with the abortion rights shit. That's on y'all. That's on the females. They ain't got nothing to do with y'all niggas. Nothing to do with y'all. But I will say this. Because I'm going to make that topic real quick because it got nothing to do with me. That's a female's body. That's a female's fucking body. If I was ever put in that situation, that is your choice. I have no fucking say in this situation. That is your fucking choice. Not me. My opinion is null and void when it comes to that. But look how all of a sudden it went back to women are the only ones who have the right to say what happens to their body. Now they don't agree anymore that men can have babies. So Mark Lamont Hill might not have a fucking job anymore. Next time I see him in New York, I'm going to tell him that. I said, what are you going to say now? What are you going to say now? They said only women can have babies. You can't talk no more. Oh, funky ass motherfucker. Just like that punk ass cop that shot the dude in the wheelchair nine times. Shot the motherfucker in the wheelchair nine times. The news ain't talking about it. Because the dude that got shot in the wheelchair wasn't black enough. And the cop that shot him wasn't white enough. Don't let that go over your head. The victim wasn't black enough and the cop wasn't white enough. So the news ain't talking about it. Man in a wheelchair. A wheelchair got shot ten times. I mean nine times in his fucking back. And ain't a motherfucker talking about it. Just like how a high school shooting just happened the other day and no one's talking about it as far as, is this a false flag? Is this a psych op? Did the parents put the kid up to it because they bought the gun, I think it was three or four days before? The fucking mother's on text message telling her son what to and what not to do? And nobody's talking about this shit. Could it be because the fucking victims weren't black enough? And the fucking assi- the, um, the assassin wasn't white enough? So the victims aren't black enough. And the guy who's doing the killing ain't white enough. So we ain't talking about it. We ain't talking about it. 
Just like we ain't talking about Cuomo. Ain't nobody talking about Cuomo. I told you motherfuckers for months that those Cuomo brothers were dirty ass bitches. That ain't nobody want to listen to me. Everybody just thought I was just having fun. I told y'all I did an episode about Don Lennon and Nancy Pelosi. They cut my fucking episode off. But don't nobody want to talk about it. Now nah, both Cuomo motherfuckers ain't got a job. That's all I got to say. I told you so. What if you motherfuckers would have listened? What if? What the fuck if? What if some of y'all females realize your pussy really ain't that good? What if some of you dudes realize you only being used because you got a car? What if? You know, what if y'all paid more attention to the Ghislaine Maxwell case and stopped sending me shit because they mentioned Donald Trump's name in it? I don't give a fuck about Donald Trump. I don't give a fuck about Bill Clinton. I don't give a fuck about the movie stars that was on that motherfucking plane. That shit means nothing to me. I want to know who's the nigga that told Epstein to put the fucking cameras on the island to catch those bastards. I mean, do my research. I know who the fuck it is. This nigga's above George Soros. So you know you got to be a different type of fucking strong to be above George Soros. This motherfucker tells the Rothschilds what to do. You got to be a different kind of fucking gangster to be able to tell the Rothschilds and George Soros what the fuck to do. All right. Now we can say his name, Mossad. We can say his name all we want. And you people ain't going to be able to Google him because as far as the world goes, he's a fucking ghost. You can't find shit on him unless you know what you fucking know. Okay. If Epstein was running this pedophile island, which he was, okay, I done told y'all I'm going to say it to get y'all uncomfortable so you understand what happened. He was fucking kids, fucking children, okay, the foster system is where they get, the foster system is basically an alley-oop with nobody underneath them for fucking prime Jason Richardson on the Golden State Warriors when he would have fucking did a 360 between the legs behind his fucking head dunk. That's what the foster care system is for these fucking pedophiles. Oh, they mommy and daddy don't want them? We got them. We got them. A whole fucking case going on right now. Ain't none of y'all posting about this shit, but you want to post about the Transformer. You want to post about the fucking Transformer popping up here and popping up here but there's a whole fucking case going on of is pedophilia going to be legal in a few years depending on this fucking case and ain't nobody saying a fuck about it. Stop telling me and tagging me about what fucking Donald Trump name pop up in. I don't give a fuck about Trump. Trump served his purpose already. He did what the fuck he was supposed to do. I want to know if Ghislaine or if any of them motherfuckers in that courtroom are going to utter the name Mossad. I hope so. I hope that fucking name Mossad comes up. Because then y'all can start doing your fucking research on DuckDuckGo on who the fuck is Mossad. This nigga runs everything. Every fucking thing out there that needs to be run, he runs it. 
But you want to know the difference between niggas like Mossad, the Rothschilds, Soros, and black people. Even the mafia operated on the fucking level that these dudes operate on. Each of us can get a portion. Each of us know who's the main fucking person to go holler at. Each of us know where you overstep your boundaries. We can't do that. It's always, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And I'll go back to this. I don't know if this nigga Young Dolph was really in the Illuminati and the Illuminati. He had a lot of fucking pictures and a lot of mannerisms that gave it off. But it can't be a fucking secret club that for every two seconds, people are over here talking about the Illuminati did this, the Illuminati did that. Sometimes you just got a jealous motherfucker. You just got a jealous motherfucker that just does what they does. Okay? But you get rankings that just don't mean nothing no more. They just don't mean nothing no more. These dudes know we ain't overstepping our boundaries. We all know who we answer to if shit gets wild. But we all know at the same time we on equal playing fields right now. And we fuck up with that. We fuck up with that shit. I want to know if that fucking name is going to come out during this case. Mossad. Because Gislaine Maxwell's sister already tried to put it out there. She already tried to put it out there. Of what's what. Already tried to put it out there of what's what. But her sister's probably. Her sister probably. No let me just shut the fuck up. Because I like the fact that. I'm still out here and she may have said some stupid shit. That's why her ass got locked up. Because the only reason you get locked up is if you really fucked up out there. Is if you really stepped on some toes that you weren't supposed to. You know, before I end this episode, I'm just going to say this. The last episode I recorded, I talked to y'all about Larry Hoover. I went on like a that thing was like 10, 15 minutes about Larry Hoover. Or some shit that I learned. And I gave it to y'all. And what happened? Larry Hoover Jr. comes out and tells Kanye and Drake, cut the shit. And them two motherfuckers cut the shit. So, clearly, the info I gave to y'all can't be that off base. Just keep y'all eyes open. And be vigilant out there. Because them false flags about to be incoming like a motherfucker. Had a nigga at the UN building put a shotgun to his throat. And the cops let the nigga walk around for three, four hours. Then when you zoom in and do your own public servant. And your own um, civil journalism. You realize that the gun was never loaded. The gun was never cocked. There was not a shell in that shotgun. The nigga was just walking around left and right. False flag operation. What the hell were they keeping y'all away from? Oh, I know what. 20 minutes away was the Maxwell trial. And people are talking about that shit. Stay vigilant. And I'm going to holler at y'all.